Hey guys, spoilers ahead. I'm Laura. And I'm Wes. And this is Breakdown from the Couch. This is the podcast where we watch movies that are available on streaming services and then try to break them down for you scene by scene. Yep. You can check us out on social media. Just search for Breakdown from the Couch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also check us out on ageofradio.org. You can find our episodes there as well as shop shop our sponsors. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. We're available wherever you get your podcast. Feel free to give us a review and message us with any movie suggestions you might have. So, first of all, sorry about the the little break that we that we had. <laughs> um, this actually should have been for last month's movie, which was sports movies. Yeah. But you know, we'd been talking about oh, you know, we're going to release it. You know, it, you know, and uh, we never did. So yeah. Um, that's that's our bad. It's our bad. So <laughs> we're gonna finish it, and then uh, the rest of May we're actually gonna be doing court movies. Yes, and so we'll let you know which movie we're gonna do at the end of this episode. The rest of May is gonna be our New Year's resolution. Basically, exactly. We 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 resolve to be better podcast hosts. Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> at least you know more consistent. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, do you have the synopsis for Dodgeball? Yes. Uh, so this one comes from Internet Movie Database. A group of misfits enter a Las Vegas dodgeball tournament in order to save their cherished local gym from the onslaught of a corporate health fitness chain. Yeah. All right. Well, you ready to jump in? Yep. So yeah, for the first scene, we open up with actually a commercial. Yeah. For Globo Gym. <laughs> and it's... You could tell it's, it's like one of those... Um, I mean, they really do a good job, like mocking. Oh yeah, they, a lot of the all the stereotypes that kind of go along with some of your, um, what am I trying to say? Um, better than yeah. you type of gym goers or whatever. You so know? you've got Ben Stiller, who is this Globo Gym president and CEO. Yeah, the owner, and he's got this you know big mustache, and he's he's. Well, his slogan is, we're better than you and we know it. Yeah, which, nice. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I love that whole scene where they are, so he's talking and it's showing the members on the treadmills right. and the Stairmasters and they're doing their classes, but everybody is dressed in a way that just doesn't make sense for going to the gym. Right. Like the women are in little, real high cut mm-hmm. like booty shorts basically yeah with little tight tops and stuff and the dudes are got these really tight shorts on and these little tight shirts Accenting and stuff their packages and yes whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so throughout the commercial he's just talking about his gym and like you said oh you yeah. know we're better you know than everyone and we know it yeah and then he also says you know that um, he shows a picture of himself, he said, from six years ago, where yes. he himself was fat and, he, yes. you know, a hot mess. And not only uh, that he's not just a, uh, not just the president and CEO, he's also a client. Yeah. And so, yeah, um, while that commercial is going on real quick, yeah, we come up on uh, Peter LaFleur, played mm-hmm. by Vince Vaughn, and he's actually laying on the couch. His apartment's a hot-ass mess. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you see him, and he's like, oh, you know, that feels really good. Turns out it's his dog nosing at his crotch. Yeah. Which, like I was telling you, I don't understand how 
maybe you wouldn't know it's your dog, but you would know it's not a woman or whatever, because unless you have like a girlfriend or, you know, whatever that's with you. Right. I mean, so yeah, he obviously was not happy with the dog. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't have been too happy either. Yeah. Um, you know, so of course he sees the the commercial that's on and everything and you know he's like oh globo gym and you know shuts it off yeah he's like oh spare me because right about that time mm-hmm. is when ben stiller says his tagline we're better than you and we know it." yeah exactly he's like oh spare me and he shuts that tv off right and then he goes to listen listen to his messages and he finds out that um his is it his power or his water? Oh, his power and water. Yeah, they're going to be... combined, whatever. Wherever yeah. he lives, it's combined in one utility. Yeah, and so due to non-payment for like eight months or something like that. Yeah, so I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, you know, who lets you ride for eight months exactly. with no payment at all? Exactly. No communication at all. And <laughs> right. then eight months later, like... Okay. All right, that's long enough. We're shutting it off. Exactly. I kind of feel like there's probably three months at the most where they would be like, all right, you know, unless we set something up, we're cutting you off. Exactly. Like, I would think, yeah, you'd have to call and, and, you know, explain like, look, I've fallen on hard times. I can't make the full payment. Don't have a job. Some sudden stuff came up and I have to like funnel a whole lot of money with some medical stuff or something. Yeah. But not, yeah, they're not going to let you ride for non-payment for eight months. (laughs) Exactly. No, I don't think anybody would, no matter who it is. So, yeah, so he's listening to that message where, yeah, so the power and water are going to be cut off at, you know, five o'clock that day. Yep. And he's brushing his teeth and drinking a yu Dude, that's so gross. I can't stand to even drink water immediately after brushing my teeth. (laughs) But he rinses his mouth out with yu while he's brushing his teeth. So gross. Which, don't get me wrong, I mean, I kind of like you who i like it's not like you know a real it's just a chocolate flavored drink it's not chocolate milk right but i I mean i don't hate it no but not whenever you're brushing your teeth no that's gross no it's disgusting so anyway so he you know comes out of his house and he actually takes the yoohoo bottle and just chucks it into his yard right and um (laughs) he gets into his dilapidated car (laughs) And, you know, of course the car won't start. So he's like, kind of like, okay, come on, you know, you can do it. And finally the car does start. Right. And he kind of pats, you know, inside of his car and he's like, it's going to be a good day. (laughs) And you see him take off. Yeah. And then actually from there you see, (laughs) apparently his car stopped because you see a couple of guys are like pushing him around the corner. And we don't even know when it quit running for him. All we see is like, okay, so Globo Gym is apparently directly across across the street. Yeah. So the camera shows Globo Gym and then it pans over to Average Joe's Gym. Which is what it's called. It's called Average Joe's. Yeah, and you hear Vince Vaughn, his voice, just telling a bunch of guys, like, all right, guys, I promise, I'm almost there. Yeah. And then this car comes into view, and you've got three dudes pushing his car along the street right. as he turns the corner to park in front of his gym. Exactly. And so, uh, you know, he goes into the gym, and this is where we're, um, you know, we briefly meet a lot of his clients who, yeah, you know, become you know pretty important to the story. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. So, um, one of the guys is uh, 
takes care, kind of helps out around the gym. You know, he's yeah. he's got like, you know, does like towels and things like that. And it's kind of funny because he sees one of the guys with the Globo Gym flyer. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's like, like, give, give me, me that. that. He's like, aren't you supposed to be on the treadmill? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the next guy also works there. And it's kind of funny because Vince Vaughn's character... I mean, he really is, like, an average Joe. Like, oh, yeah. He's, he's also really nice. Like, you can tell, like, he really does seem to care about a lot of these people. Right. Which, if I was going to subscribe to a gym, if I was going to right. get a gym membership and go somewhere like that, that would be my gym. Exactly. I would be much more comfortable right. at just a relaxed, laid-back environment like that, where there's not... A personal trainer, you know, approaching me like, all right, man, you know, you ready to train? You know, I can train with you for X amount of days for X amount of money. Exactly. You know, just it's not high stress. Mm -hmm. But there again, I'm not the kind of person to stick with the gym membership. Yeah, same I've tried it once before (laughs) and I ended up having to just kind of cancel and get out of it, which was very difficult. It's always difficult. No one tells you how difficult that is. It's (laughs) like... Jeez, I know. But uh, yeah, but no, learn my lesson. He Not starts a gym person, right? But he starts talking to the to this other guy that works there, and the guy's talking about you know that um he's doing like a a voicemail uh dating type thing. <laughs> Poor guy, I, know. I feel kind of bad for him. I know because he's very uh he seems like really unsure, just, yeah, and just low kind self, of, you know, yeah. low self confidence and. You know, but he's talking about how, yeah, you know, I haven't, I haven't gotten any voicemails in two months. <laughs> yeah, that's a long. That is time. a long time. <laughs> like not to have anybody of exactly. any interest at all, just to say hey exactly. or nothing. So, but you know, um, uh, Peter is, you know, trying to tell him. He's like, you know what, though, he's like, there's somebody out there for everyone, and. The guy's like, really? You think so? He's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He's like, sometimes there's even, the, you know, what I call the jackpot, which is, <laughs> yeah. you know, two people uh, for one person. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, that just kind of made the guy's day and he, you know, was a little bit happier. Yeah. And then we run into uh, Stephen Root's character. I love Stephen Root. He's I know. Funny. He's good. <laughs> I kind of forgot his name. I won't like lie. I can't remember I can almost anybody just about every character's name in this movie, except yeah. for just a handful of people. But, but that's typical for me. But he's he looks like something out of like an eighties workout. Yeah. Type. Oh yeah, he's got. Didn't he have like a headband on? Oh and yeah, everything? A headband. Um, the uh, sweat. Um sweat outfit type mm-hmm. thing yeah and he's just making kind of small talk you know asking if um if peter had seen the game that was on the night before right and just you know but peter just his response is really like, oh yeah gosh i you know I, I completely forgot about that game so this game that he was supposed to be watching on espn was apparently uh the curling yeah it's like no finals or something like <laughs> right. that yeah, nobody watches curling. Yeah, and he asked Vince Vaughn, he asked him, well, how do you even hear about these sports Exactly. Anyway? He's like, oh, you know, I hear it out of this magazine, OSQ. And the cover of this magazine is, it's a little bit offensive. So the sport <laughs> that they are highlighting that quarter is, and I'm just saying what the magazine said, 
midget tossing. Yeah. And it's got this really tall, big, burly dude, and he's tossing this little person across this field where the target and everything. Exactly. You know how far you toss or whatever. Right. And it's like, oh my God. Yeah, that's that's not that's not gonna fly. No. (laughs) It's not. And then he moves on to uh, Justin Long's character, played by Justin. Yeah. And he's supposed to be a high schooler. And, you know, he he keeps he keeps telling Peter, you know, like, oh, you know, yeah, I got to work out and, you know, get ready for cheerleading tryouts. He's like, you know, he, um, he's <laughs> yeah. like, I have to make the team this year. Yeah, he wants to impress this this girl named Amber. Right. And, which Vince Vaughn is like, man, high school's changed since I was a kid. Yeah. Because to impress a girl, basically, you became a jock, exactly, not a cheerleader. not a cheerleader. And he's like, well, he's like, it has to go better than it did at the last tryouts. And we flash back to um, him trying out for the team the year before. Yeah. And he gets out there and he's all excited, you know, and um, Amber is like, well, she's like, good luck. You know, she, you know, is actually really friendly and stuff towards him. Um, right. But the guy that's next to her, which I think is actually supposed to be her boyfriend. Who's yeah. The also, romantic rival. Yeah. Who's also a cheerleader. He decides to pick the heaviest girl trying out yeah. for the team. I feel kind of bad for this girl in a way, but yeah. it's like you you should know that cheerleading is a sport for people who are not big. not yeah. that and I'm not being a jerk here, but it's just true. It is. You know, you need to be a certain weight and a certain athletic build right. to be able to do that sport. Exactly. So, of course, that that particular guy picks this girl. And so yeah. she goes running out there. And, of course, you can see the look really on everybody's face. <laughs> yes. Which is like, oh, my God, how is this going to work? Yeah. And she gets in front of him and she actually tells him, she's like, I'm not wearing any panties. Ugh. Yeah. And so at that point, they they tell him like some cheerleading move thing that they have to do, in which case he has to take her and pick her up and throw her and which, balance, balance yeah. her, you know, on his hands. Which know, little up. wimpy looking Justin Long yeah. in this movie is not even going to lift up a cheerleader who weigh, I don't know how the smallest cheerleader right. might weigh 125. I don't know. I'm probably He's less, not even going to be able but, to lift that. Right. Like, come but anyway, on. I will give him point, you know, props though, because he does. He actually throws her up, lifts her, but then, of course, she goes forward and falls on top of him. Yeah. His face lands, I'm pretty sure, up in there. Ooh. Um,. <laughs> Yeah. And of course, everybody runs over there. Nobody's helping him. Yeah, now. everybody just stands there I'm, like your typical teenage kids. Right. Like, oh my gosh, he might be hurt. Let's look. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so finally, she, you know, they kind of pull her off or whatever. And yeah. he's, you get to see he's like breathing all hard because, you know, I'm pretty sure he wasn't able to breathe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be, that would be bad. Right. And so... Um, you know, we go back to present day and all, all Peter has to say is, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Yeah. So I think he just kind of tells him, you know, yeah, you know, keep, keep working on it. And- yeah. You know, I don't know a whole lot about Justin Long's like most current career. Yeah. His films or whatever projects he's got going on before COVID and stuff hit. Yeah. But it seems like he's always been a teenager. I think, in his films. Like, even yeah. in this film, I don't think he was teenage. No. 
I think he was in his 20s, but he's he just, always kind of had this look. Yeah. I mean, he always just looks young, I think. Yeah. So, you know, they can kind of, they've been able to pass him off like that for a while. Right. Kind of like Michael J. Fox. Like, right. I think for in Back to the time. Future, wasn't he like oh, yeah, almost he was, 30? Yeah. He was like in his, yeah, like uh, early 20s, maybe yeah. mid 20s. And he was playing a high school, like, yeah. a senior or a something sophomore like, or something. Yeah, something like that. I think it was a senior, I think. But still. I so. mean, and he came into Back to the Future fresh from Family Ties, I think. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. while he was in Family no, Ties. No, he was doing Family Ties at the same time. Yeah. But anywho, yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so um, after he, you know, gives his, you know, words of encouragement, he um, goes to his office and he sees a pretty woman that's there. Yeah. And he's like, wow. He's like, my birthday is not even for a month away. <laughs> talking, yeah. to, you know, he's like, how did I get so lucky? Right. And she introduces herself. And it turns out she's actually a, a lawyer for uh, the bank. Yep. And he finds out from her, he's got a month to pay 50 grand. Yeah. In order to save his gym. Which apparently is the remainder of his mortgage on that gym, it sounds like. Which yeah. is like, what kind of mortgage was on that gym anyway i mean 50 grand that's a lot of money right but in terms of a commercial building it seems pretty low right but anywho yeah but you know he's still he's like flirting you know kid he keeps trying to flirt with her right because he asks her like oh really what kind of law might that be pretty eyes yeah she's like sexual harassment law yeah he's like oh Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then she mentions, like, you know, I'm I'm a lawyer, actually, for your bank. Right. Yeah, so he, he keeps flirting with her. Um, at one point, he calls her Mrs. Right, trying to find out if she's married. And she's like, it's Ms. It's Ms. So, of course, okay, now he knows, like, okay, she's not married. Yeah. And she asks, she's like, you know, do you, have you been keeping record um, of your financial stuff right and he's like oh yeah of course i got a closet full of these things i call them keepers yeah and so they go to this closet (laughs) and as soon as he opens the door like this big massive like yeah encyclopedia britannica sized like from a to z Mm -hmm. thick file of folders falls falls to the floor yeah and that's not all of it either exactly that's just what fell exactly (laughs) and she's just looking at it like wow (laughs) And so she she tells him, she's like, look, she's like, you know, if you don't pay the $50,000 by the end of the month, um, basically somebody is, you know, we've there's already somebody that is going to take over. Right, which he knows immediately who oh, it yeah. is. She doesn't even have to say no. who it is. And so that's just it. As soon as that happens for the next scene, we're at Globo Gym. Yes. And we get this disturbing scene (laughs) of Ben Stiller's character. Yes. All you see in view is, I mean, you can see the barbell and stuff for his weights, but mostly you see his face and the face of his assistant, who he calls Michelle. Michelle, yeah. And he has got this, he's grunting and he's screaming and he's making these faces. Yep. And finally, you see that he's gotten the barbell lifted up and he sets mm-hmm. it on the, the hooks on his right. equipment. And it turns out he's been lifting. But right. they're trying it's to insinuate just, that yeah. it's, you know, that could have been something else. Yeah. And so at that point, Peter shows up with uh, the lawyer in tow. Yeah. And he his Ben Stiller's character knows exactly why he's there. He's right. like... You know, yeah, he's like, so you just found out that you owe the $50,000, and if you don't pay it, then I'm taking over, uh, yep. you know, your your place. 
And he lays it out for him and tells him, he's like, look, um, yeah, I'm not going to keep that gym going. I'm just going to... Um, oh, yeah. He's, like, going to bulldoze it, basically, and yeah. make it a parking lot for his current gym. Exactly. So he can, you know, fit more members, I guess, basically. Right. But anywho. But we also yeah. find out that they, they've they had, like, this weird back-and-forth relationship for a long time. Oh, yeah. I guess they, like, grew up together or somehow know each other. They're just, I like, rivals. Just, I think they've just known each other because of the gyms. I don't think they really yeah. grew up together. But Yeah, because Vince Vaughn's... I keep calling calling him by his, act, yeah, his name, actor. Huh. Peter. Peter, he accuses him of, well, really the only reason White Goodman, Ben Stiller's character, has this gem is because of his rich uncle, a rich dad, who died and left him a fortune. Yeah, exactly. And so with that money, he bought Globo Gym and created it or whatever. But yeah, they they go back and forth and tit for tat. Like we find out that um, apparently uh, Peter had sent a stripper He's like, but yeah, I sent a stripper yeah. for your birthday. He's like, yeah, a man, you know, a male stripper. <laughs> yeah. You know, just things like that. Yeah, and Vince Vaughn's like, oh, let's not argue, you know, let's, you know, potato, potato, basically, yeah. right now. <laughs> um, we cut from that. We cut from the scene between uh, Peter and White Goodman. We see Peter is at his gym, and he's got his, some of his members there, and some of, it's the main crew, basically. Yeah, it's his people. most tight-knit group of people he knows. And he's telling them about what's going on between him and Globo Jim with the mortgage and the money that he owes. And he basically says, like, you know, it's it's over. Yeah. You know. <laughs> we need $50,000. There's no way we're going to get it. This gym doesn't have enough members. Exactly. And they're not paying, basically. Right. And uh, I love it. One of his uh, members and good friends at this gym <laughs> is... Uh, Steve the pirate. Yeah. It's this guy who I guess he like identifies as a pirate or something. But he he just like he dresses in pirate garb. He talks yeah. in pirate talk. And in fact, in a previous scene that we forgot to touch based <laughs> on, he out of nowhere just attacks Peter and pins him up against a wall with a knife to his throat, mm-hmm. threatening to steal his money. And he's yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Peter. I didn't know it was you. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah. you know, cut, yeah, I'm sorry. Cut back to this other the yeah, current so, scene here. I love it, though, because Owen, who he's the he's the guy that um, was having issues with people not calling the voicemail thing. Yeah. He his plan is, well, what if we just paid in Canadian money? Which is ridiculous. Canadian yeah. dollars. The Canadian dollar is higher than the American dollar. You'd need more money. Right. And that's what that's <laughs> what uh, uh, Gordon, who uh, that's who Stephen Root, you know, plays. And that's what he points out. Yeah, he they need like, $73,000 and some change. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, finally at that point, that's whenever... You know, um, he's he's like, you know, sorry, guys, but, you know, this is just not going to work. Right. You know, it, we had a good run, but, you know, yeah. it's over kind of thing. And this is where Justin stands up and he starts pointing out like, you know, hey, you know, um, why do you come to average shows? And he just goes through each of the guys or whatever. like Yeah, you know. and I like uh, when he gets to Steven Root's character. Yeah. He's like, whenever your wife kicks you out of that house again, where do you go? He's like, average He's- shows. <laughs> again, Again, geez. yeah, I know, right? Well, we'll, we'll see more about his wife. Later. Yeah, it's it's, it's an interesting relationship. Um, I, I for- Oh, whenever he gets to Steve the Pirate, he's like, 
you know, and, you know, Steve the pirate, he's like, whenever you do, you know, what you do, um, <laughs> you know, where do you go? And he's like, Yarr, you know, our average, average Joe's. Yes. <laughs> and so he, you know, at this point, he's kind of like, you know, well, we're going to do whatever we can, you know, mm-hmm. to fight this kind of thing, you know, because average Joe's means a lot to them. And through with it, with the result of this meeting, they've come to the idea of actually holding a car wash right <laughs> to hopefully save this gym so it fades it cuts from that and then the next scene we see a bunch of women in bikinis yep bouncing boobies yeah they're like butts <laughs> <laughs> they're washing cars they're like pressing themselves up against the glass My you know suds it up and the stuff to the yard yes yes it's better than yours That's and right. um <laughs> So you think like, man, they've got this car wash going. It's really hopping, man. They must be making a lot of money. No. Turns out Globo Gym actually started yeah. this car wash. Yeah. And uh, wait, was it Globo Gym? It wasn't. Yeah, I think it, it, no, I think it was just a bunch of chicks. Yeah, I think it was, uh, yeah, it it was, was just, just some random Random women. chicks doing yeah. a car wash. I'm sorry. Yeah. I had that wrong. Yep. But yeah, no, it's not their car wash. Their yeah. car wash, they even have a sign above them. Yeah. It says all, all male. male car wash. Yep. And they're all in their swimsuits. Some of them without shirts on and they're yep. pretty pasty and out of shape. Oh, yeah. And you see Justin, he is off in the corner yep scrubbing these wheels in this big huge monster truck Mm -hmm. with this big redneck dude just standing there watching them what's disturbing is that he keeps playing with his belly button yeah he's he's like oh yeah that's it boy get in that wheel nice and deep there son and he's got a dog with him and the dog starts barking at justin exactly and at that point the guys are definitely feeling defeated yeah like peter's like i don't know what you're talking about you know what i plan on going over there and congratulating each and every one of those fine young ladies personally yep and uh, (laughs) this is when gordon walks up he's like hey guys this isn't working the only customer we've had all day is that weird guy who keeps paying justin to wash his truck yeah (laughs) <laughs> and uh, so they look back there and see that, and they're like, yeah, this ain't working. Yeah. So it, the scene fades out. It ends from there, and they're back at their gym now. Yeah. And, you know, Peter's like, look, you know, that didn't work. And, in fact, we find out from one of the other guys mm-hmm. that they actually lost money on well, that car yeah, wash. Well, yeah, because you have to spend money to get all the stuff for yeah, the car wash. all the soap, the buckets, the yeah. sponges, everything else. And I imagine that one dude... And <laughs> just didn't pay enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, they get back to the gym and um, standing there is a stand up of um, yes. White Goodman. It like will talk and stuff. Yeah. And it's got, um, what is it? Like some passes or something to his gym? Yeah, it's like three 30 day trial memberships to Globo Gym. Yeah. Four of them or five of them. No, six of them, because there were six guys. <laughs> Four, five, six, seventy-nine. Whichever. I don't know. It's a number. Yeah. Somewhere between one and ten. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, at that point, you know, we see the guys are sitting around and, you know, they're feeling defeated and stuff. Right. And then, you know, at this point, um, they're like, well, you know, we tried, you know, but... Uh, basically, I'm just going to have to shut the gym down. Exactly. And then that's whenever Gordon mm-hmm. gets the idea, which you can go with it from there. Oh, yeah. So Gordon, his magazine that he reads, Obscure Sports Quarterly, um, he remembers that every year there's a dodgeball tournament that takes right. place in Las Vegas. 
And he's like, you know, man, I can't believe I forgot about that. I'm so stupid. Right. He's like, every year in Las Vegas, you know, this tournament goes on and the cash prize is $50,000 to the winner. Right. And Peter, Peter's like, dude, really? Like, yeah. we're not going to just jump into this tournament, just the new guys on the block and mm-hmm. win $50,000 right. on our first shot. Right. And he's like, well, we have to try. You yeah. know, you said if there was any way we could get this money, we would do it. And so this is when Justin, he takes he takes a poll. He finds that, you know, takes a poll. He has the guys all raise their hand. Who's in on it? Right. They all raise their hands and Peter's outnumbered. He's like, all right, fine. Let's do it. Right. And uh, after they make the decision to go ahead with the, with the tournament, they kind of all part ways and congratulate each other. And then it fades to a scene between white goodman and um um, catherine yeah so white is in his office he's got like this this like painting up on the wall and he's like you know wrestling the bull by the horns or whatever basically yeah and his like assistant walks in and tells him that um well wait before any of that happens he's got stuff on his nipples and he keeps telling himself you know yeah He's like, oh, you want that donut, don't you, fat boy? And he (laughs) picks it up, and then he literally shocks his nipples. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. (laughs) And then uh, his assistant comes in, Michelle, says that, you know, she's here or whatever. And at that point, he, you know, stops, and he, we see him, he pumps up um, his, not his dick, but, like, there's something in his pants that, like, yeah, like a little inflatable pouch or whatever, <laughs> yeah. like the old Nike shoes, I, th- I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, you know, she, of course, comes in and he's, you know, asking, so, you know, how is how is this uh, acquisition going, basically? And she says, you know, well, she's like, so far, it seems to be going well. Yeah. And he's like, okay, good. And um, he's just telling, talking to her about how, you know, technically, she, you know, she is, or I'm sorry, he is her boss because um, she works for his, you know, the bank or whatever yeah. that he has, or that, not that he has, that um, he uses. So technically, he's now her boss. Yeah, and she's just something kinda, like that anyway. Yeah, she's <laughs> kind of like, yeah, okay. Um, and that's whenever she notices the painting. And he he's like, yeah, he's like, it's a metaphor. He's like, it's me taking the bull by the horns. And she's like, oh, she's like, well, I, I see that, I guess. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, at this point, he at one point he says, he's like, let's mate. And she goes, excuse me. And he goes, a date. He's like, let's let's go out on a date. And she explains, you know, well, she's like, I don't I don't ever date my clients. And he, you know, he's like, oh, he's like, I understand, you know, the whole uh, don't eat where you crap or he says it like way wrong (laughs) or something like that. Um, But anyway, it's just funny how awkward it is because he keeps trying to like, you know, go out wanting to go out with her and she obviously has no interest. Right. And she even at one point she even like, yeah, I just threw up in my mouth a little. Um, Whenever he's trying to get her to go out with him. Right, exactly. And he's just like, you know, oh, he's like, well, in in some areas of the world, that's actually, um, he's, I forgot what he said, but 
Yeah, like I think he said, like that's all that they eat or something. Yeah, it's like what it's the like, hell? How does anybody survive? Because yeah. somebody has to eat food at some point to produce exactly the throw up, right? <laughs> and so you know, yeah, it just it ends uh, there with uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely trying like way too hard to get her, basically. And then I love it though. After she leaves, you hear an inflating noise. From yeah. him inflating his yeah, package he's area. Yeah, like, he's taking all the air out or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so um, now we're back with uh, the other guys. And this is where we get the treat of the Patches O'Houlihan uh, video. Oh, yeah. The old, yeah. old school black and white, like 1950s, exactly. whatever. And it starts off with like a, a kid and he's, uh, you know, painting a fence. And it's like, you know, hey there. Uh, yeah. You know, it's just this cheesy ass 1950s video um, explaining like supposedly dodgeball was invented in a uh, opium den, you know, a Chinese opium <laughs> den. And instead of throwing, you know, these balls or whatever, they threw heads and there's just this whole thing. But I like the one scene where he was... The camera kind of cut back to Timmy, who was this little boy in this little video thing. Yeah. And he actually had an opium pipe. Right. And he was he was kind of <laughs> caught smoking it there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this whole video explains the rules of dodgeball. Right. And you have Hank Azaria, who's playing the... Young Patches Hulahan. Yeah, Young Patches of Hulahan. Yeah. And he's telling Timmy that dodgeball is a sport of... Intimidation and degradation. Something like and that. And exclusion. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> but basically, you know, pick the biggest, strongest members on your team. Right. To gang up on the little guys. Exactly. Which is literally how dodgeball is oh, played. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, um, um, so this, this whole video, like, it ends with his tagline is like, the, remember the five rules of dodgeball, dodge, duck, div, dive, Dip and Dip dodge. And, and dodge. Yeah. And uh, so that film ends and it comes. We comes s- yeah, all the guys, you know, were sitting watching it yeah. and everything. And um, they're like, I think at that point they're like, well, you know, I guess let's get started or whatever. Because yeah. even Peter is like, well, he's like, the be- I've learned that the best way to do a sport is just to get up and do it. Right. Which he's not even going to get up and do it with them. He's no. going to get up and play Mad Libs in his office. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> uh, Gordon is, you know, trying to get them kind of all gung-ho about it. You yeah. Know, like, um, but they end up. You know, after deciding, like, okay, yeah, let's go, you know, let's go play some dodgeball or whatever. They all get up, and they had the standee of um, of uh, uh, White Goodman or whatever. And they had, you know, like, drunk glasses on it. They oh, drew yeah. a thing that said, I suck or whatever. And anyway, the guys are walking by it, and one of the guys gave it, like, a face. Right. And you actually, the, the uh, eyeballs, like, light up and stuff. And um, at that point, you find out, like, oh, he's actually been spying on them using exactly like a little camera in there or something. Yeah. And so he, you know, he's like, dodgeball, huh? Talking to uh, Michelle. And um, from there, we see uh, um, Vince Vaughn, you know, he goes into his office and, you know, you see uh, 
you see uh, Catherine and she's, you know, trying to go through all these papers. She's, you know, down on the the ground or whatever, going through it. And he's like, Hey, he's like, don't you have like your own office? And she is like, yeah, I do. You know, it has a nice view and air conditioning. Yeah. She's like, but what I don't, but what I don't have here that I do have in my office is a uh, filing system. Exactly. So she's apparently got to be going through all these mm-hmm. stupid files trying to find whatever some way to save the gym. Or exactly. I don't know what she's looking for, but well, she's trying to help somehow. Yeah. I mean, like she's saying, she's like, yeah, you, you know, there's no system and, you know, pretty much it's like you're screwed. Yeah. After after they watch the video, um, at that point, uh, Peter ends up bailing. He's like, yeah, he's like, I'm going to go play Mad Libs. Right. So he walks into his office and he finds Catherine in there and she's trying to go through all of his stuff. Yeah. And, you know, he makes a joke. He's like, don't you have an office? And she's like, yeah, I do have an office that, you know, has a nice view and air conditioning. And, you know, she basically at this point is just complaining, like, how he has, like, no system and, you know, that kind of stuff. Exactly. So, yeah, she is talking about how, you know, she, there's all these transactions, you know, like, these transactions from, like, 30 years ago that, you know, she can't find. And she also tells them, she's like, do you realize you haven't been collecting members dues for the past 13 months? Yeah, and that's she's, not good. No, she's like, I can't tell if it's because, you know, you're uh, of uh, apathy or, you know, like... <laughs> if you're just stupid. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And she, you know, she kind of tells him, she's like, you know, don't pretty much like, don't you have any goals? Right. And he explains along the lines of, you know, I find that, you know, if you don't have a goal, then you won't ever be disappointed. Which? (laughs) I kind of see that. (laughs) Well, that's what she says, too. She's like, that's that's kind of sad. And he's like, no, you know what's sad is six grown men out there playing dodgeball. He's like, that's sad. Yeah. And then sure enough, we go actually back to the guys and... um. You know, they're all decide they're all in, you know, yeah, let's do dodgeball, that kind of stuff. And they all get up to leave and they've got the the standee of uh, White Goodman. And at this point they had, you know, like drew some glasses on them, messed with the teeth on it. Yeah. Wrote a sign that says, I suck. Yep. And anyway, they're passing him by and like one of the guys like sticks his tongue out at it. And, yeah. You know, they keep walking. <laughs> and then you see the eyes actually get like red and then we find out that this whole time that White Goodman has been recording them using oh, yeah. the standee. Yep. And he's, you know, watching it and talking to Michelle and he's like, dodgeball, huh? And he basically is telling him, you know, if Peter thinks that, you know, he's going to save his gym um, by doing dodgeball, he's got another thing coming. Exactly. So. So, yeah, he kind of decides that, yeah, he's he's going to try to do his best to like. Mm-hmm. And it cuts from that to the next scene we have is the first finals sort of, like, game. And uh, so this next game apparently is... It's a big game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how the heck they, like, the very first game they play in this (laughs) tournament is the only game they need to play to get into the finals. But it is. And it turns out that their opponent is Troop 417. 
Which is... Which they find out is a group of Girl Scouts, actually. Right. And at first, they're kind of confident, because it's like, okay, it's a bunch of Girl Scouts. Oh, like, yeah. We can do this. Exactly. And then the action starts. Oh, yeah. And Which, I'm sorry, I, I forgot to touch on uh, Gordon's wife. Oh, Because she was right. actually in the stands. You're right. So, yeah. So, Gordon's wife is in the stands, and... Uh, uh, Peter mentioned, you know, his uh, his wife and kids are there, and uh, Gordon talks about how, man, you know, I, I kind of wish she wasn't there because it always makes me nervous. And um, Peter, you know, points out to the kid, uh, points out that the kids take after Gordon mostly because the right. the wife is Asian and exactly. the kids are not. And so he's like, wow, he's like, yeah, your kids really take after you, Gordon. And she, and he's like, oh, he's like. Yeah, that's actually their stepmother. He's like, um, I did uh, one of those uh, uh, across the sea, you know, across the sea uh, right. type. Um, like a mail order bride or something right. they called it. Yeah. And then at that point, the the wife looks at him and she throws the L sign over her uh, forehead yeah. and like laughs at him. Yeah, that means loser. Yeah, it does mean loser. <laughs> but Gordon but, thinks it means something else. Yeah, and Gordon thinks it means love, and he actually gives it back. He's like, oh, you know, loves. L for love. L for love. <laughs> and yeah, one of the guys on the team is like, that's not what it means. And then at that point, Peter stops that guy, and he's like, no, he's like, I think it's really sweet that, you know, that they have that together type yeah, of thing. Yeah, different things mean different things in cultures. Yeah. So you just never know. Right. <laughs> And so yeah. now we're introduced to their opponents, yep. which is Troop 417, 417. And yeah, it's a bunch of Girl Scouts. Oh, yeah. And so they're they're feeling pretty good about it until, of course, the game starts. Oh, yeah, which apparently the Girl Scouts are, like, really kicking their butt. Oh, yeah, the Girl Scouts just kick their ass. And I, I love the response, though, whenever Gordon gets... You know, some of the balls thrown at him. The wife yeah. just starts laughing at him. <laughs> she almost falls out of the stands. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just it. So all the guys, one by one, get sent off, you know, um, and they're out. And so now it's just down to Peter. Yep. And so Peter, at one point, takes the ball, throws it at this one girl, kind of hits her in the stomach area, and she goes down, and she's like, why would you hit a girl? Why? <laughs> and he's like, I'm so sorry. And then at that point, one of the other girls hits him in the head. Yeah. And so. They're playing dirty. Yeah. And now, well, the game's over. And the other team has won. Mm-hmm. Or so we think. Yep. And uh, anyway, they're about to be awarded the prize. So, yeah, the announcer is handed a notice and he reads it off. And it turns out that one of the players tested positive in a uh, surprise drug uh, test, tested right. positive for um, three anabolic, like three types of anabolic steroids and like a beaver tranquilizer. Yeah. And which it's so is weird. It's, well, yeah, of course. And then it's so funny because. One of the girls turns to this other girl who's, she's completely hairy and she's got like a mustache. Yeah. And this one girl turns to her and she's like, damn it, Bernice. And then you hear Bernice crying and it, it sounds like a, right, a just guy. Like a guy or whatever. Yeah. Like there's just a teenage guy dressed up exactly. in a Girl Scout uniform. Exactly. And so at that point, you know, the uh, average Joes are then announced the winner. Yeah. <laughs> And so, you know, they're all cheering and excited and everything. <laughs> so after winning uh, by disqualification their game, we see that they have gotten together at a bar called 
The Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would suggest not looking up what the Dirty Sanchez is. Yeah, I have not, but I it's, can only imagine. Yeah, it's it's not good. Yeah. Um, that's a joke that would have gone over many people's heads. Yeah, especially if you were younger or something yeah, watching the sure. movie. Yeah, for sure. Because this movie's only PG-13. So. Exactly. So you probably would have brought kids to it. Oh, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Me. Anyway, so they're they're all there and they're celebrating and Kate is there and I think for the most part she was, you know, kind of surprised by his skill. Yeah, because she showed up at the game like not at the beginning of it, but kind yeah. of in the middle while it was going on and right. <laughs> kind of watched them get their butts handed to exactly. them. Exactly. But yeah, she followed them all to the bar and she was congratulating them like, hey, you know, you yeah. actually did pretty decent out there yeah and um he he even offers he's like hey you know if you're interested you know you can join our team yeah she that's a big no on her part yeah she had no interest in that whatsoever yeah she's like i just i just wanted to i just showed up just to see what you guys were doing how you know she just wanted to watch the game she was curious right um but while they're they're there though, she's actually starting to compliment him a little bit more. Yeah, she's saying some nicer things, you know, about him. Right, which he picks up on, and he <laughs> just kind of starts running with, like she's yeah. flirting with him or something. Right. Um, at one point though, when she's about to say something nice, in walks in uh, White Goodman and a bunch of like beefed up looking dudes. <laughs> yes, and she stops what she's saying. And, of course, Peter's like, what? You know, because he's wanting to hear more, like, good stuff. Exactly. And finally he sees, yeah, White Goodman and all these, you know, guys. Yeah. And this is where we're introduced to the Global Life uh, Cobra team. Um, (laughs) So we find out that, sure enough, they're also going to be in this tournament. Yep. They've made it all without even having to play a regional game. We'll talk about that. Yeah. And we'll talk about that in a second. Exactly. So he introduces the team. We've got Blade. Yep. We've got Blaze. (laughs) Yes. We've got, oh, there was um, Blade, Blaze, and Blazer. Blazer. Yeah. And then he's like, my consigliere, who you already know, Michelle. Yep. And then he announces, and I cannot pronounce this chick's last name, so we're going to just go with her first name. I don't think even Ben Stiller did. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe not. But he has this kind of intro for the last player, um, who is apparently just like an all-star in her country um, named Fran. And she shows up, and it's hilarious because, like, her eyebrows are all jacked up. She's got a, a heavy, thick unibrow. Her teeth are all jacked. <laughs> and everybody looks at her and is like, ugh. Yep. Except for Owen, the guy that is having dating issues. Yeah, it's like love at first sight mm-hmm. with him, basically. And you hear the whole lady in red <laughs> song playing in the background. And he's just like head over heels Oh, yeah. Or and she's making eyes back at him, too. Kind of, yeah. And then at that point, you know, so that's Fran. And he's talking about how, you know, like in uh, the country that she's from, it's, um, I guess, like the, the country sport or something. Yeah, it's like national, like baseball. Yeah. They say, you know, baseball is America's pastime. Right. It's America's It's sport. not the national official sport. But, right. You know, 
Anywho, according to him, this country she's from, it's the national, like, it is the right. sport the country plays. And so he actually hands her a dodgeball, and she takes it, whips it at this guy across the bar, and he, like, falls over. Gosh, yes. I mean, it was, it was bad. Yeah. And of Pretty course, nasty. they're just, like, staring at the guy or whatever, and Justin goes, I think he's actually dead. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> he's just slumped up against mm-hmm. the wall, and there's, like, beer dripping on the floor and stuff. Yeah. And so now we've been introduced to the cobras where they're like, yeah, you know, doing the whole cobra strike. Yeah, they're doing it to the the queen song. Yeah, we will rock you. Yeah, because White's like you know, and we will, we will, exactly, we will rock you. Yeah, and so you know, yeah. So now we're introduced to that team and. This is whenever Gordon points out, he's like, but you guys haven't even played a game yet. How are you qualified or how are you, um, did you qualify to, you know, go to the championship or whatever? And this is where we find out that um, apparently White had uh, helped out the the commissioner of the yeah. league and, you know, helped him drop some weight. So <laughs> yes. that's how they were able to get there without having to actually qualify. Yeah. Um, and then it's hard to explain because there's a lot going on, but there's a lot of back and forth between Peter and White. Yeah, they get into this really kind of like, a, you know, I know that you know that you know that yeah, I know kinda. sort of thing back and forth. Exactly. And finally, White, they go so deep into it, White gets confused mm-hmm. and he just says, Touche. Touche, which, he, yeah, he didn't use touche correctly at all. <laughs> no, he did not. That is not what touche means. No. <laughs> And then at one, and then uh, what happens at the end of the scene is there this poor waitress. She's just minding her own business. Oh, dude! Yeah, and he like pushes her, and so food goes everywhere all over the average Joe's team. And- exactly. I feel really bad because she she kind of reacted probably how I would have oh, if I, I was I like been a waiter pissed. or something. Yeah. She like get she got up and she was pissed off and yeah. she like you know stormed off or whatever. Right. And. um He's, you know, White's like, you know, well, you better wear your bibs, otherwise that's going to happen to you, you yeah. know, sort of like, whatever, dude. What kind of like, about? you know, we'll see you at the game type exactly. of Exactly. And uh, meanwhile, there, I will point out there was an older guy that was watching on and we'll, we'll you know, introduce who that is in a yeah, minute. Yeah, he kind of comes <laughs> into play after a little yeah, while. But so. he, he was just sitting in the back, like you said, he was watching, drinking was... a beer and just kind of observing everything mm-hmm. that was happening. So we cut from, it fades from that, and we see uh, Peter in the parking lot of the bar. Everyone's leaving, and he's getting to his car, and that guy who was sitting in the bar watching them is rolling up behind them in his wheelchair. And he tells Peter, that was the sorriest display of uh, dodgeball dodgeball that I've ever seen. He's like, well, excuse me, like, who are you? Like, look, I'm just going to try to go, I'm just trying to go home, so, you know, see you later, guy. Yeah. And he's like, look, I'm not a guy, you know, I'm Patches O'Houlihan, yep. and I'm your new coach. Right. And so it fades from that. To the next day. To the next day. Right. And uh, Peter's now telling, what's that guy's name? I think his name is actually Dwight. Okay, Dwight. Yeah, no, 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 you're correct, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah he was telling that, him. yeah. Um, he's like, you know, telling him, he's like, yeah, you know, Patches O'Houlihan, you know, is our new coach. 
And he's like, well, he's like, is he like weird? <laughs> he's like, oh, no, totally normal. He's totally normal. And then you see him, you know, he rolls in, you know, in his wheelchair. First thing he says is, I love the smell of queef in the morning. Yeah. Which, ew. That's gross. <laughs> and so, you know, that's whenever, uh, that's whenever Peter says, well, normal for us. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Touche. And this, exactly. <laughs> there's, there's the correct way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And so now, you know, he's got everybody like lined up mm-hmm. and he basically, he goes into basically, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Yes. Which is really stupid. It is. So he picks up this sack of wrenches right. up off and the he, floor and, and he, everybody's like, you know, excuse me. Like, what does this have to do with dodgeball? Exactly. And the first person, the poor guy, he mm-hmm. throws a wrench at is Justin. Yep. He's just asking a question, and he lobs this, like, crescent wrench right yeah. at his forehead. And, of course, he goes down, and he's gr- down on the ground and just, like, holding his yeah, eyes. Yeah, he's, like, screaming oh, in pain and stuff. And Peter's like, uh, is that really necessary? Right. And uh, Patch's response is like, well, is it necessary to drink my own urine? No. But it's nice and I it's sterile yeah. and I like the taste. Yeah, it's like, ugh, okay. <laughs> and then from there we get kind of a montage of just all of like the crazy crap that yes. he's having him do. Yep. Including, yeah, trying to dodge, you know, wrenches. <laughs> um, a lot of, you know, um, there's that there. He's taking the uh, the ball and putting it into one of those machines that fires right. it out. Yep. And, you know, of course, at first, like, none of them, like, everybody's getting hit. Nobody's catching him. Freaking poor Justin is, like, horrible. Oh, dude, he gets it. hit with every single one. Peter is the only one that really catches on mm-hmm. immediately. Immediately, Like, he catches yeah. his first one. Right. And then slowly but surely, you see the other guys are starting to right. catch on. But Justin is still, like, mm-hmm. just... <laughs> yeah he's the one he's who's, not catching it he's the one that's down on the ground a yeah, lot yeah exactly and then uh from there there's like a, a quick like classroom session where yeah they're, trying they're to like go over taking plays. notes of something i guess yeah it's kind of like i guess doing plays oh okay almost. that makes sense yeah and at one point he takes a wrench and throws it at that uh, Dwight guy and yes he was like head. asleep at the desk or <laughs> yeah. something Jeez. And, and then my personal favorite so they're out on a run. He's like, only 19 miles left, which, yeah, okay. Geez, really? But Is this necessary? Apparently, to go along with the whole, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Yep. If you can dodge traffic, <laughs> then you can, you know... Pretty much dodge. Yeah, so poor Stephen Rude's character, Gordon, Gordon yeah. is it's his turn up to dodge traffic. Mm-hmm. And he runs out in the middle of the road. He does he dodges a few cars and yeah. then quickly he gets smacked by one. Right. But he quickly gets up, he's like, Oh, I'm okay, it's all right. And then he gets hit again. And he gets hit again by another car. Yeah. Um, and then we're we're back in the gym and I can't remember. I think he ended up hitting well first. I think he tried to hit him like with a wrench and um, Patches is like, you know, God, he's like, don't you ever get mad about anything? And he's like, no, not really. You know, I I don't really get mad all that often. Yeah. So he hauls off and, uh, you know, pelts him in the dick, you know, with, you know, punches him in the dick. (laughs) Yes. And of course he keels over. He's like, there. He's like, are you mad mad now? now? Yeah. You know, and that would have done it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That definitely would have done it. Exactly. Um, and so, you know, yeah, so uh, more montages of poor Justin still getting hit and hurt, yep. like, this whole time. Oh, yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, 
um, Kate or whatever, one of the balls or whatever, um, she was walking by and one of the balls came up. Yeah, so kind of rolled up by her feet and stuff. Right. And so Peter's like, hey, you know, a little help, you know. Instead, she picks it up and she underhands it. And it oh, yeah. And it takes off the head of that standy thing of, uh, <laughs> of white. Yeah, and she's like, what? You know, I had eight years experience in softball. Right, but I love it because that Dwight guy is like, oh, she's got to be a lesbian. And yeah. she's like, what? She's like, yeah, I had, you know, eight years of softball. Yep. And, of course, they're all just, like, in shock. Oh, yeah, because that was a <laughs> heck of a throw. It was. <laughs> and uh, so after she knocks that, knocks the head off the thing, you see that Michelle yeah. has noticed that the camera feed is lost. Mm-hmm. So he goes back and rewinds the tape and he prints off the little still image of her face because right. she was the one that threw that ball. Right. And you see him take off or whatever. Yeah. And then um, at that point, the the guys are telling her like, hey, you know, we really need you on the team. Yeah, they do. And <laughs> I love it because at that point, Dwight says, Owen can be manager, you know, because they can only have like six guys, you know, six people on a team. Exactly. And she basically tells them, she's like, guys, she's like, you know, I'm, you know, not interested. Right. You know, and so... Of course, they're all, like, bummed and... Exactly, because, like, her point, like, even if she wanted to play, she was like, it would be a conflict of interest since I'm working for both you and the bank, and Mm -hmm. I also work for White Goodman with Globo Gym and everything. It would just... It wouldn't be right. Right. And so they all kind of, like, shuffle off. It's like, oh, blah, and they're all bummed. Right. And we cut, and we see that Michelle has taken the print well, out to white now before, to show him before he actually does though we see he's got um white's got a piece of pizza in, oh, front, gosh, of him in, in front of you know his laptop yeah that's weird and he's watching i guess it's like how to make pizza. i think so because he's the, you know the voice in the computer is like okay you take your dough and you put the red sauce in the center of the dough and you mm, spread it out yeah. and you put your cheese on it's like a harmless video yeah it's perfectly normal yeah. like how to cook a pizza right and instead he takes the pizza and goes to yeah rub he's it like on shoving his, it in his pants in and his stuff. pants and it's, then that's yeah. and then that's when Michelle you know comes running in and of course you know it's like <laughs> ah you know a freak out moment for both of them well yeah i mean you michelle know? didn't know that he had some sort of weird sexual fetish exactly. with pizza and so you know that's whenever he's like you know i told you to knock during my meditation time yeah or okay it was. meditation period and michelle you know apologizes and he's like i'm sorry he's like but look he's like i got these photos and everything and it turns out that they're getting better you know, the, the girl or whatever is, is actually really good. Right. And exactly. Then, um, Dwight Good, or I'm sorry, White says, well, he's like, I'm going to have to woo, you know, Kate <laughs> earlier than I thought. Yeah. Like he's, he thinks he's got like a real shot. Mm-hmm. He's like, rest assured, no woman can resist White Goodman when he puts his shiny shoes on. And that's the next scene. You see him walking, you know, with uh, some shiny shoes. Yeah, he's and got like an old, like, it looks like it was from like his days. 70s. Yeah, going to the discotheques exactly. or whatever. And so he shows up, and I love it. Instead of like bringing flowers, he stops in front in like her front yard <laughs> and like picks like a single like little red yeah. flower. Like she's not gonna notice that mm-hmm. missing. It was the only red flower in the middle of all exactly. the yellow flowers. Exactly. And so, you know, he <laughs> knocks on the door and you know, she shows up and 
Um, of course, she's shocked that he's there. Right. She didn't invite him. He right. just dropped by. Exactly. And, and he's like, I got good news. You know, you're fired, which means you can date me. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah. He's like, I called the bank and I told him that you were stealing and drinking on the job. And <laughs> you stupid know, idiot. Can you believe, you know, I'm, I, are you surprised that they believe that? You know, that kind of thing. And Yep. She, of course, is, you know, shocked and pissed because well, it's yeah. like, what the hell, man? That's Lied you know, and my... got her job, her fire yeah, from her he's job. Like, so now, you know, yeah, now we can date and everything. And she tells him, you know, no, she's like, you know, you need to get off my uh, my property. And he, you know, he's trying to turn it and, you know, like, oh, you know, um, it's okay, you know. Right, he just keeps laying on the charm, mm, exactly. Trying to, yeah. yeah well, she, he's she not laying on charm, but he's laying on something. Mm-hmm. And she thought, you know, at that point, Peter actually shows up. Yeah. And Peter is like, look, she she said, you know, that she wanted you off her property. Yeah. Well, like, I think um, uh, at some point, he actually, White sort of concedes. Yeah. And but before he leaves, he goes to kind of like he goes to like caress like Kate's like face or whatever, mm-hmm. like he's gonna go in for a hug or a kiss. Right. And she like turns it around on him because oh, I guess yeah. he's like taking self defense classes. And she grabs him and throws flips him, him around against... and throws him against his yeah her yeah. house. Yep. And he's like you know he's all flustered and, and right. pissed and stuff and he. He runs away with his tail between his legs like, nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Right. And then I think he, at one point, he snaps and Michelle instantly shows up on a freaking Dude, that's scooter. really cool, though. That I'm not going to cool. lie. Like, you just snap your fingers and then, like, what you want is, yeah. like, there immediately. And so he gets on this, like, little scooter with this big guy and you see him flipping him off. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah, that was weird. Uh, well, and that's what Peter, that's what it's like. Says. Well, at least that wasn't weird or anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which it was very weird. It was so, yeah, after he goes into the house, um, first thing he sees is unicorn stuff everywhere. Oh, yeah. Which he just <laughs> let himself in the house, like, she didn't even yeah. invite him in, I don't think. Yeah, but anywho, yeah. And uh, she just, she walks in right behind him and she's like, what? You know, I just like unicorns. I just like unicorns. And so at that point they're sitting down on the couch and I love it. Like she's like, they've got like unicorn glasses. Oh dude. Like there was like, (laughs) looked like a unicorn off of one of those Mm merry-go-round carousel things too. And like the corner. Yep. Paintings and stuff everywhere. Exactly. It was crazy. Um, And so at this point he's just saying like, look, we really want you on the team. Yeah. And like. You know, what do we need to do so that you'll get, you know, come on the team? Right. And she, it's kind of funny because he tries to give her like a so-called incentive package. Yeah, which is like an expired coupon for something. I forget what it was. For a movie ticket. Oh, that's right. And then a coupon he drew himself for one good back, free for one good back row. Right. And he's like, and that could actually lead to more if you want. Yeah. And she tells him, she's like, look, she's like, you know what? She's like, keep your incentive package. She's like... I'll join, but only because I want to see the look on White's face when we beat him. Exactly. And then from there, now we're seeing scenes of Vegas. 
Yep. We're introduced to the Ocho Network. ESPN 8, the yes, Ocho. the Ocho. <laughs> and we get, like, all these cool, like, graphics and stuff like that for, Oh, yeah, you know, robots, the, like, battling mm-hmm. dodgeball and destroying buildings and stuff. Right. And so, after all of that, we're now in the uh, dressing room, and we're seeing, like, a bunch of, like, the different teams, yep. like, in this big, you know, room. Um, and I love it. Like one of the one of the uh, teams is German, and they take like a, a photo of uh, ha- you know Hasselhoff. <laughs> yes, and they do like this thing over the photo, like a yeah, like, like a when they're all hands in and yeah. stuff. Like one, I'm... two, three, Hasselhoff. Yeah, <laughs> and then we see this other team. I think it's like a Japanese team, and yep. um, one of them is getting smacked in the belly. They're getting, yes, it's, yeah, belly's all red. They've been yeah. doing it so much, right? But they're like firing each other up. I guess yeah. basically. And so Average Joe's just kind of standing around watching everything. And Owen comes in with a big box. And he's like, you know, yeah, he's like, you know, finally it's here, you know. And they're like, well, what's in the box? And he's like, oh, he's like, you know, I got us some, you know, he's like, get rid of those other, you know, gross uniforms. He's like, I designed (laughs) some really nice ones for us to wear. So they're all excited and everything. And he opens the box it's literally whips and chains and um, masks. Yeah. And he's looking at, you know, he's going through. He's like, this is, I didn't order any of this. You know, yep. there's been some sort of mistake. And um, I think it was Kate was like, you know what? She's like, don't worry about it. We just, you know, we'll just wear what we got on. And Gordon points out, he's like, well, according to the rules, we have to have um, the right. same uniform. Matching team uniforms. Right. And, and Peter's so, like, well, we got plenty of time because he thinks that they won't be playing for right. maybe another day or two, so they can just yeah get something together real quick. But then Patches, you know, shows up and he's like, hey, he's like, you got to get on the court, otherwise we forfeit the game. Yeah, yeah. So they go to the court, and of course they're dressed up in these um, <laughs> yes whips and chains and stuff. What I thought was so kind of stupid is like, so the one guy had the little gag in his mouth. Yeah, it's like, like why do yeah. that? You just just you know leave that all out of it. Exactly, you don't have to wear that. And <laughs> I just love it because the announcers are like, oh my god, <laughs> and, yes. And Jason Bateman's character, that's rad. That's rad, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're playing the Blitzkrieg team, the German team, right. the Hasselhoff team. Yep. And, of course, things start out, you know, not great. No, no. They get pretty, they get beat up pretty bad mm-hmm. by Blitzkrieg for a while. In for fact, a while, it's down yeah. to just Kate on the, on the uh, court, court for a bit. Yep. And that's just say it. Kate's the only one left. And she starts taking guys out single-handedly, you know, with her uh, her throws. Right. And so at that point, Peter's able to come back in. Yep. And so now it's two against one. And um, I think it was Kate that delivered the... Or they both delivered, I think, I the think shot. they both did, yeah. Because yeah. the guy, like, went flying back. Or exactly. <laughs> and so, comical. you know, of course... They won, like, their first round or whatever. So they're all excited. You know, they're leaving the court. And we find the team that got their average Joes. um, (laughs) Yeah. It's a group of, like, much older, like, BDSM people. Like, people. Like, they're all wearing the average Joe Mm -hmm. stuff, but they also have, like, the spiked collars around their necks and stuff. And I love it because he takes off... um, uh, 
Peter, ta- you know, has the collar that says daddy on it yep. and he takes it off and he's like, this must be yours. Talking to like the really <laughs> yeah. old guy. You must be daddy. You must be daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And so now that they've won their first match, we see um, Peter has gone down to the locker room area and Patches has been down there waiting for him. Yeah. He's congratulating Peter on a good game. He's like, hey, look, you know, you're, you know, you're a pretty natural leader. You know, right. they, they follow you out there and you know how to lead them. And uh, so he hands him his scarf, Patches does. Yeah. You know, gives him his scarf. He's like, here, you, you deserve this. And uh, Peter's like, oh, well, you know, thank you. You know, I'm just trying my best. And and uh, it starts off as like kind of a touching moment. Yeah, but and it then, doesn't last that long with no, Patches. Patches says, well, he's like, I got hookers in my room. <laughs> yeah, you know? I got some hookers waiting in my room. You want to come up there with me? And he's like, well, tempting offer, but no thank yeah, you. I'm going to pass this time. Yeah. And Patches' response is like, all right, well, suit yourself, queer. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Patches is a, a different breed. Mm-hmm. Um, so we cut from that to upstairs where the rest of the team yeah. of Average Joes is getting ready. They're going back to their hotel rooms. And they run into Justin's crush, Amber, and right. her boyfriend in the hotel. Yeah, it turns out that they're having, that they're there for a cheerleading championship. Yep. That, that you know, that's the reason that they're in Vegas. Yes. And so, of course... You know, Justin is like, oh, you know, good luck tomorrow, Amber. And yeah, the guy, the one guy is being a douche. He's like, you know, come on, I want to go ride the roller coaster. Yeah, he's trying to get her away from mm-hmm. Justin because, well, he it's obvious yeah. Justin likes her. Right. And so they just wish each other luck. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And the guy that went the douchey guy kind of yeah. flips Justin off, basically, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, they're trying the. Um, Kate and Dwight and yeah. Gordon, they're trying to kind of comfort Justin. Like, oh, don't worry about him. He's just a yeah. jerk, you know. You know, she'll come around one day. It'll be fine. Right. And Dwight says, you know, hey, you know what? Maybe he'll fall off that roller coaster and break every bone in his body. <laughs> yeah. And Kate looks at him and is like, you're not helping. And he's like, what? It happened to my cousin Ray Ray. Yeah. Fell off the roller coaster. He's dead. Nice. <laughs> like, jeez. Well, yeah, not helping there, buddy. Yeah. Um, and then I think from there we actually go real quick, and we see um, we see White, and he's no, he sees like the standings that Average Joe has actually moved up. So they're not, you know, he sees like, oh, they're not out of the championship. Right, you he's got to he's got to keep working. Yeah, and so we see the next game now that Average Joe's have moved on, and they're playing against the Lumberjacks. Yeah, and they. Are kind of, they're getting the hang of it a little yeah. bit better now. Yep. A couple of them get knocked out by the Lumberjacks. But again, Kate and Peter seem right. to be kind of like the stars of the team. Yeah, for sure. So they win that game after Kate and Peter pretty mm-hmm. much single-handedly take out most of the team. Right. And they win their match against the Lumberjacks. Right. And then it goes. But we see, yeah. Well, and then it goes into the, co- the coverage of the Cobras versus the Kamikazes. Yes. And the Cobras destroy the Kamikaze. Yeah, they do. I like I like Jason Bateman's character. Yeah. His <laughs> his coverage of this team. So you have the two announcers. You know, right. Jason Bateman is one of them. Yeah, Gary Cole is the other. That's who that was. Yeah. And Jason Bateman is commenting on how why the Purple Cobras are so good. Yeah. And he's like, it's got to be that hair on White Goodman. It's <laughs> feathered and lethal. You yeah. just don't see that anymore these days. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
Um, and so we see that they have... They win. The Globo Gem wins. They defeat the Kamikazes and they advance. Right. And now that the... Uh, so now we've got further advancing on the semifinals and things like that. And the next game we see Globo... I mean, I'm sorry... Average Joe's is playing against a team called the Skills That Kills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're touted as uh, the best inner city, t- inner city team in all of dodgeball. Yeah. And so the match begins, but it turns out the Skills That Kills, they kind of do more like dancing and mm-hmm. break dancing than they do actually playing. Right. And they are actually pretty easily defeated by yeah. Average Joe's. Right. So we move from that on to Globo Gym. Yep. And they're moving on too. They're playing against Las Vegas PD team. Yep. And it's a bunch of Las Vegas PD cops and they are playing against Globo Gym. And they get destroyed. But they get, yeah, <laughs> absolutely destroyed. Like, I don't even know that the LVPD even, like, got <laughs> one of the Globo Gym guys out. Right. So they won pretty que- yeah, pretty quickly against them. And now we see the next game with Average Joe. Yep. And they are playing against the Flying Cougars. Which doesn't which make is, sense. I don't understand. <laughs> they don't really go into why they're named that or what they are, but right. their age and the way they look, they kind of look like they could be just like some football jocks or something. Probably, like maybe some college kids. Yeah. And so the game starts... And Average Joe's is just getting it handed to them. Mm-hmm. The Flying Cougars, they haven't lost a guy yet. Right. And they keep just knocking one Joe out after another after another until exactly. Gordon is the only one left. Right. And so they call time, like, real quick. And yep. Patches O'Houlihan pulls Gordon to the side. Is like, look, you suck. Yep. And Gordon's like, I know, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, but you got to get angry. You've got to get angry and try to do, you know, you got to try to win. Yep. And, uh. He's like, you know, you know how to get angry, right? He's like, I'll try. So he goes out to the field, out to the court. Yeah. And just before they get the game going again, Gordon is searching the stands for, you know, some sort of inspiration or something. He's looking for his kids and his wife, and he finally finds the kids, and he's smiling. He's like, hey, and... But then he sees his wife is flirting with some dude in the stands. Like, she is like... Wait, wasn't it Hasselhoff? Oh, it was. I think it might have yeah. been. Yeah. She's flirting with Hasselhoff in the stands. <laughs> yeah. And like, she's like all over him. Like her <laughs> arms are around <laughs> him know, and laughing. she, he's like playing with her like shoulder and her hair yeah. and stuff. And like, so Steven Root, he, he uh, voices Bill among other characters on King of the right. Hill. And there's this nickname that Bill had on King of the Hill back in high school football days. <laughs> he was named the Billdozer. Yeah. Because <laughs> he would get mean and angry and he would just trample all over everybody on the field. Right. That's basically what he turned into. Here. Oh, yeah. So he puts his goggles on and he's growling and he picks up one of the dodgeballs off the floor and... He deflects like three dodgeballs mm-hmm. thrown at him by the opposing team, the right. Flying Cougars, and single-handedly like knocks out every single one of them one at a time. Exactly. And so he single-handedly wins them that game. Right. And I like how the game ends because uh, Cotton, the one you know straight-laced announcer, he's like, "Man, that's just crazy. It's just totally unbelievable." And uh, 
the uh, other Jason Bateman's characters like, yes, I do not believe it, Cotton. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so the scene ends with Cotton, this announcer, saying, you know what? With Patches of Houlihan at the helm, I guess it just must be the luck of the Irish. Right. And after that, the uh, next thing you see is actually this great big sign. sign thing, lit up sign in this casino that says the luck of the Irish. Right. And there's a couple of maintenance guys kind of working on it, doing something, you know, with it. Mm-hmm. And Average Joe's team, along with Patches, is just kind of walking, walking through. through this casino and they're celebrating. They're all happy and... And Patches is, you know, saying his usual Patches stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, and just right about then... Well, Justin Justin is talking to uh, to Peter. He's like, hey, you think we really could beat uh, Global Gym? And he's like, well, you know, as long as we have Patches by our side. Yeah. And then that's when it happens. Yep. The sign falls down from the ceiling. And crushes, and crushes patches. patches to death. Yeah. And his feet are sticking up from underneath mm-hmm. it like Wizard of Oz and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so from, I have to say, uh, they took it all pretty damn well. Right? Because this is, if in real life, if this were to really happen yeah. in real life. My next thought wouldn't be to do what they do in the next yeah. scene, which is sit at the table and drink beer. Exactly. I'm going to be sitting in my hotel room or somewhere, yep. a mess, and probably won't be quite the same for the rest of my life. Yeah. Considering <laughs> you just saw somebody die. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, like you said, so the, they're instead sitting at a table drinking some beers, and Kate, uh, Kate, and, um, Kate and Peter oh, are, yes. are at... The other bar and she's like hey she's like i think you should probably say something to the guys <laughs> and he's like yeah well i don't you know hallmark doesn't make a card you know that talks about um <laughs> you know sorry about you know two tons of irony yeah sorry your best friend your coach got crushed by two tons of irony, irony. card <laughs> yeah and just shows the guys are you know sitting around really bummed yeah um from there we see peter and he goes back to his hotel room yep and you see somebody sitting like in the shadows with a cigarette, and of course it turns out to be white. Oh yeah, he says he says like Donde esta biblica biblioteca or yeah. something like that, which doesn't make any sense. No, I mean I don't know a whole lot of Spanish, but I mean yeah, knowing knowing um, uh, White's character, I'm sure what he said was just a bunch of gobbledygook or something that didn't even make yeah. sense, and. uh so Peter's response is like, what? And Dwight, I'm sorry, Dwight, White says that he is opening up a new Globo gym in Mexico City and he's boning up on his Spanish. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you probably need to bone up a little bit more. Yeah. And then um, uh, Michelle comes out of the bathroom. Yeah. And- <laughs> toilets flushing and everything. Yeah. And, uh, and White said, you know, Michelle has some digestive issues. Yes. I hope you don't mind. Yes. And... and- Peters kind of looks at looks at Michelle. He's like, "Yeah, could you just shut that? You know, for all of us here, just shut that right. door, please." So the scene just goes from that to White putting out his cigarette, and he just looks up and kind of almost as if they've been talking this entire time. Because his mm. next words are, "So that's the plan, right?" And he says, "Which we don't know what that is yet." Yeah. Basically, he's offering a hundred thousand dollars. Yes, I'll. You know, basically, I'll buy you out. Yeah, I'll. You know, you owe fifty thousand dollars. I'm going to give you double that. Right. If you just sign your gym over to me, 
and I own it outright. Mm-hmm. No, we don't have to continue to play dodgeball. We don't have to continue with this right. whole mess. It's just done, yep. and you can go on. Yep. And uh, he goes on to say that, you know, aren't you just tired of all of this anyway? Yeah. You know, aren't you tired of everybody coming to you with their problems like you're just supposed to fix everything for all of them all of the time? Right. And you see Peter's kind of face, his face is, it looks like he's thinking about this, like he's kind of getting through to Peter a little bit with this. And uh, the scene... The scene really ends with White just telling him, like, you know, look, you know, just don't don't answer just yet. He's like, let me just show you what $100,000 looks like. Yeah. <laughs> Which this is funny. So he's like, let me assure you, it's not what it looks like in the movies. Something gets lost in the translation. Yeah. <laughs> and so Michelle puts this case on the table, and he opens it, and there's just one single stack of yep. bills in this case, <laughs> which I was kind of looking it up as, like, for a stack to be that small, for it to be $100,000, it would have right. had to be large bills. Exactly. So I wonder if there's such a thing as, like, a $1,000 bill. Yeah, I don't know. If there was, then you just have a stack of 100 of those. True. You that know? is true. Otherwise, if, you, if you're going to do stacks of 500s, which I'm pretty sure there is that, but I don't think it would be one single stack. Right. Like, as small as that stack was, anyway. Exactly. And, um... So the scene, if I remember correct, I think the scene just fades from that, you know, that one little stack of mm-hmm. money in that briefcase and Peter's face looking at it, just kind of thinking about it. Right. So, yeah, after uh, the scene in the in the uh, hotel room, now all the guys, everybody's sitting there having drinks. And, of course, they're freaking out because, you know, what are they going to do now without <laughs> patches? Yeah. And, you know, they're just going back and forth. And finally, they're like, you know, so what's the plan? You know, talking to Peter. Yeah. And Peter basically is, like, fed up. I mean, he's like, you know what? He's like, I don't have a plan for you guys. He's like, you know, we're going to play global, you know, global gym and we're probably going to lose. Yep. Is what he tells them. And, of course, everybody's kind of staring at him in shock, and he gets up to leave. And then at that point, we see, you know, Steve the pirate, <laughs> and he comes up to him, and he's like, arg, and he... Poor Steve. I know, and then Sorry. Peter takes him and kind of swings him around and, you know, up against the wall, and he just tells him, he's like, you are not a pirate, <laughs> you know? And then at that point, Peter, you know, leaves. Yeah. And... You can kind of see the look on, you know, Steve's face and stuff. He's kind of crushed. And you see him, he's walking around outside, you know, uh, in Vegas. And everybody's like, which it's Vegas, okay? I mean, the the things that you see on the, you know, the streets in Vegas are are like nothing. It's like seeing a, a guy dressed as a pirate would be like no big deal. Yeah, I mean, you've got people walking around in... Like broad daylight, handing out naked lady cards exactly. for like strippers it's, and prostitutes. So right. like, it's he's nothing. like no big deal, right? But like, you hear people like snickering and like laughing and stuff. And then at one point, as he's walking, you see two guys in a truck who are like, "Hey, go back to Treasure Island," and they throw a drink at him. Yeah, and then that's you know, you just kind of see poor Steve all like sad and everything, yeah. and you just see him, you know, continuing like walking on. 
Um, and then from there, we go to an Ocho kind of commercial break <laughs> type oh, thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I kind of like, oh. I, f- I forgot about this. I also like how, so at the bar at one point, either like before or after Steve's thing, I can't remember. Yeah. But I like how the, the lady from the Globo Gym. Oh, the um, right. Uh, the unibrow player lady. Yeah, everybody goes to get up and, you know, go to sleep or whatever. <laughs> You're right. And uh, I just like that. It's yeah, funny. Owen or whatever sees, you know, the uh, the Russian lady with the one eyebrow. Yeah. And again, Lady in Red is playing. Yep. And so she's at the bar, so he approaches her. And she's like, you are the one that looks at me. You know, why? <laughs> why is this? Yeah, why is this? And I think that was pretty much it. Yeah, his, his yeah. response is like, you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, and they just start kind of like making eyes at each other. Right. I just thought that was so funny. And then I think all the stuff with the pirate happened. Yeah, that's yeah. probably, yeah, I think that's actually think right. right. And then That's all right. Yeah. And then um, after the pirate happens... Um, from there, now we get like this whole Ocho, you know, yep. eight thing, and you oh know, yeah, the whole they're they're yeah, yeah they're basically um, hyping it up, you know, because it's the final. Yep, you know, so the whole Cinderella story, you know, versus uh, Global Gym, exactly, Average Joe's versus Global Gym, mm-hmm. and and uh, I I just love how um, the doggone I keep forgetting the character's name, Jason Bateman's character. Oh, like yeah. he's just sitting there at the announcer's table and he's got these really, you know, these big sunglasses on his yeah. face. He's he's just sitting there like your stereotypical like 20 something or whatever. Just right. all about like X Games sports and yeah. stuff. Um, but we fade from them announcing the next Globo Gym versus Average Joe's game. You yeah. know, the Cinderella story oh. stuff to... Justin walking through the casino on his way to the locker room for the right. game. So now we see Justin is walking through this casino and that girl he's got other, a crush on. Well, he's walking with the other guys. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, Gordon is going over the rule book with some of the other guys, mm-hmm. which comes into play later. Yeah. And so Justin gets stopped by his crush, that Amber girl, and she tells him that um, what's his face, her boyfriend or whatever... Her boyfriend actually fell off the roller coaster and broke every bone in his body. Yeah. <laughs> so now it befalls on Justin apparently to save the day with her yep. cheerleading squad, which I don't see why. Well, because like because she, he's not even on the squad anyway. Well, he's not on the squad, but like she said, he's the only one who knows the routine. Yeah, but shouldn't they be disqualified though if he's not even in a, a sure. cheer cheerleader? Yeah, I don't know. But anywho, <laughs> so Justin agrees, but she won't let him go tell the other right. teammates where he's going. Right. She just drags him off, you know. Yeah, and then after they, that, we see Kate, who she knocks on Peter's door, and then somehow she's able to like, let herself in. Yeah, so um, you need a key or a key card <laughs> to get into hotel rooms, period. Right. But it's unlocked, I guess. I guess. So she goes in, and she sees on the, tel- on the uh, television screen that the his checkout was successful. Yeah. And also that the bed, you know, was still made and stuff like that. So yeah. we don't yeah, know where Peter is. He's gone. Yeah, so the next now we see that um Kate has run down, she goes to the locker room where all the Yeah. The team members are kinda getting ready and uh tells them that they she can't find um Peter anywhere. Yeah. 
And they're like, great, you know, we're, you know, we can't go out there without Peter. Yeah. And somebody has the idea of like, well, you know, we can have... Um, Owen. Owen, he'll play. Yeah, he'll have to play. Yeah. And then they're like, well, we're still down two other players. We've got, you know, we're missing uh, our the puppy love kid <laughs> and we're also missing the pirate. Yeah. And I love it because Owen's like, wait, he's like, we had a teammate that's a pirate? Yeah. That's some... Um, uh, <laughs> Yeah. He's like He's yeah. a little thick. He's a little slow, yeah. I guess, basically. And Dwight was like, Yeah, the only guy that ever dressed like a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks like it kinda hit Owen for a second, but he kinda looks around and he's like, So Steve the pirate, who's that? Yeah. And it cuts from that and you kinda see you see that um Justin yeah. is getting ready for the cheer competition with that amber lady right and so they go out they do the cheer yeah which is like really really short yeah i mean i don't know how they won the competition doing that one particular cheer but they it was haven't like, won it yet but well that's true anyway so yeah they go out they do the cheer you know it goes really well and she's like oh you know aren't you gonna stay for awards and you know he's like no he's like i have my own trophy i need to go win and you see him kind of run off, but then he runs back and he gives her this big old kiss. Yes. Kind of thing. And uh, from there we go and we see that he, that uh, Peter's at the airport and yep. he's, you know, having some drinks and up comes Lance Armstrong. <laughs> and of course, Peter's in shock because it's Lance Armstrong. Right. And he's like, hey, he's like. I'm actually a really big fan of you. You know, I've been watching the dodgeball championship on the Ocho. <laughs> and, um, yeah. of course, uh, Peter is stung, you know, stunned or whatever. And, um, uh, Lance is kind of asking him, so what are you doing here? Like, you know, don't, don't you have your game pretty soon? And, um, Peter's like, yeah, he's like, but I quit. And he's like, oh, he's like, well, he's like, you know, I thought about quitting, you know, after I was diagnosed with uh, brain, lung, and testicular cancer all at the same time. <laughs> he's like, I'm sure you've got, you know, some sort of, um, you know, he's like, well, what's your horrible illness that's keeping you yeah, from playing? Yeah, what are you dying of? Yeah, what are you dying and of? And Peter's like, well, right now it kind of feels more like shame. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Lance, Ar I like his response to that. He's like, well, you know what? I'm pretty sure you won't regret this decision for the rest of your life. Best of luck to you, pal. And he yeah. just kind of walks off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it cuts from that to now you see in the locker room, you've got the uh, average Joe team still kind of arguing yeah. Owen about well, Steve the Pirate. Steve the Pirate, yeah. <laughs> so while they're in the middle of trying to convinced this guy that Steve the Pirate existed in walks the dodgeball tournament chancellor yep. to notify them that if they don't get out on the f court, they're going to have to forfeit the game. Well, no, they don't have enough players. Oh, well, that's, yeah, they, yeah. So basically they're saying, like, yeah, you guys don't have enough players, so you're going to have to forfeit. Yeah. And so, you know, you s at that point, Justin, after they're told that they're going to have to forfeit... Justin comes in and he's like, hey, guys, you're not going to believe what happened to me. And Dwight tells him, he's like, yeah, he's like, well, you're just in time, you know, for us to go out there and forfeit. Yeah. You know, because at this point they only have five players now. Yep. And so sure enough, you know, they go out there um, along with Global Life <laughs> and, you know, 
Global Life is being actually awarded the trophy. Right. Um, you know, saying that average shows had to um had to, you know, drop out or whatever. Right. Exactly. Um, due to not having enough players. But that's whenever Gordon, who has been studying, you know, the rules and like the bylaws and all that kind of stuff, he says, wait, he's like, um, you know, there's a rule in here that talks about how um, the the committee can overrule uh, the chancellor's decision as long as there's like a, th- a two to um, two to three vote or whatever. Exactly. Because like, you know, Peter showed up. Yeah. But it's still too late. You know, they, right. they don't have enough players. and uh, Well, you they know, would have had enough players, but they were saying, like, because Peter showed up, I think, too late. Yeah, it was, like, way too late. I mean, they were already in the process of, of forfeiting. forfeiting. I mean, the announcement right. was made. Right. But, you know, White is not wanting to let it go. He's, like, trying to yeah. wrestle the little trophy away from right. the and chancellor. So everybody's shouting, you know, <laughs> let them play, let them play. Yep. And so now it's up to the committee. And so the first guy gives a thumbs up. Yep. The next lady gives a thumbs down. And, <laughs> and then, then the third judge is Chuck Norris. Yes, and of course he gives, he gives a, thumbs a thumbs up. up. And Peter's like, "Thank you, Chuck Norris." He's, and Chuck Norris goes, "No, thank you, Peter." Peter. Yep. <laughs> and so, you know, now the game is on or whatever. Yes. So, and uh I kind of like how so when they're lining up for this next tournament, the yeah. final tournament match, you know, I like how there's like so many more. There's all these people out in support of Average Joe's, you know. Oh, including his cheer, uh, Justin's cheerleader, exactly. uh, girlfriend thing, and, and, I, and her friends. Exactly, and I like that some of the signs that you were pointing yeah. out, like I'm Average Chew too. Yep. And Joe knows balls. Yeah. Um, I forget what else. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of good ones. It was it was just really really yeah. good, but. Now that it's it's time for the match and they're all lined up at their yeah. respective ends of the court. Well, and actually, right before they go out on the court, um, uh, Peter gives like a little pep talk, and he basically just says, "You know what, guys? Just go out there and have fun." He's right. like, "It's only dodgeball." Yeah, and they you know put their hands in and you know One, two three Joe. Yeah, exactly. And then, like you said, they were lining up, you know, out on the court. Yeah. So now we've got dodgeball action. Yep. A lot of it. A lot of it. Um, so we'll do our best to try and recap it. Yeah. Yeah, there's <laughs> so, a lot going on. There's a lot going on. So pretty much global life, you know, starts to dominate. Yeah. Um, a lot of the Joes start getting out. Yep. Uh, I it- think... I think one of my favorites is um, Justin, you know, he's out there playing. Yes. And all of a sudden he hears from the cheerleader girlfriend, I love you. And of like, course really? that's, yeah. It's a bit soon. Like you shared one kiss. <laughs> yeah. You know. And so he gets hit in the head. And so of course he's out. Yep. And at one point it becomes, again, I, it actually ended up being Justin, I think at one point. Being Justin, I'm sorry. By himself? No. Uh, oh, wait. No, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think it was Justin by himself at one point, and they were able to get... Um, well, he caught he caught the ball, and so Kate immediately came in. She caught a ball. Oh, that was actually just before that cheerleader chick screamed out, like, yeah. I love you, and he yeah. got knocked out. Right. That's right. Yeah. So, but yeah, so Kate caught the ball, and then uh, immediately... Uh, uh, Peter came in. Yeah, and, and he s- caught another ball. Right. 
And so, yeah, um, we'll just we'll just get into like the important parts, I think, of the action. Yeah, pretty much. So pretty much what happens at one point um, is Kate or whatever gets out. But as she's walking off the court, uh, um, I'm sorry, White. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Picks up the ball, throws it right at her face. And so he gets called on that. Yeah. You know. Since he was all trying to play it off, like, oh, I didn't know. I thought she was still in. And yeah, like, my hands yeah. are sweaty, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so, you know, at that point, she just tells Peter, you know, to kick his ass. And exactly. at that point, it was Peter and White were the final two. And, and uh, Michelle was in there, too. Yeah. Well, so Michelle, though, gets out. He does. Peter knocks him out. And while... um Peter's standing there kind of celebrating a little bit. Yeah. White takes advantage and knocks yeah. Peter out, or so he thought. So he thought. And so they're starting to celebrate, but then the, the ref is like, no, he's like, you cro- your foot crossed the line. Exactly. He's like, you know, it's still, at this point, we're going into sudden death. Yeah. And so he explains sudden death is, you know, basically you each have a ball but the only way that, you know, you can get the person out is contact. You know, catching the ball is not, you know, is right. not going to... doesn't do anything. You have right. to stand in one spot. You mm-hmm. can't move around. Yeah. You, you can only stay within these this area. Exactly. So at this point, um, you know, he they both turn around to go to their spots. And he pulls out the uh, handkerchief <laughs> or the scarf that, Hula, you know, Patches O'Houlihan had given yeah. him. Yeah. And he looks at it, and he's like, you know, tell me what I'm supposed to do. And then you see Patch's face yeah. telling, you know, he pops up, you know, into the scarf. And it's telling him that, um, you know, just, you, you know, you have to remember your training, yes, you know. Yes, you can do it. I believe in you. And then he's like, bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> it just disappears. Yep. <laughs> And then he actually takes that same scarf and wraps it around and so that his eyes are covered. Right. And I like um, uh, that announcer, Jason Bateman's Pepper. Pepper. And um, I like his reaction because Cotton is like, oh, man, you know, that's going to completely hinder his eyesight. And Pepper's like, (laughs) yes, he will not be able to see very well. Yes. (laughs) And so at that point, the ref or whatever, uh, you know... Blows his whistle, and you see, uh, oh, what's his name? You see White grab the ball, and everybody's like, <gasps> you know, yeah, they all know. Like, oh, no. Yeah. He's definitely going to get, because, you yeah. know, Peter's sure he's going to get knocked out. Right. And so, you know, at that point, he throws the ball, of course. Right. And I guess due to all of his training. Yes, it's like a Matrix moment. Yes, you know. You he, know his time slows down and he, like, moves just enough, yes, just in time. So that he doesn't ball. get hit. And then he picks up his own ball and he just pelts. Um, <laughs> yes, pelts him right in the face. Well, and he goes flying back. Oh, yeah. White went flying back like yeah. several feet. Is like, really? Exactly. <laughs> so now, of course, that means Average Joe's has won. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all celebrating and excited and everything. And yep. um, you even have uh, um, Owen and the ugly chick from the other team. They're making out, which is really gross. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I mean, just so much celebration. Yes, and then, but then White points out, he's like, 
He's like, well, I don't know what you're celebrating for. You signed over, you know, the, uh, you signed over your gym. He's like, I own it now. Mm -hmm. And of course the other, you know, the other teammates are like, you know, shocked. Right, they didn't know about that. Yeah, they're like, what are you talking about? Is that true? Well, come to find out. He had taken the hundred thousand. He did sign everything over, right? And but what he did was was he we find out he took the hundred thousand dollars and he betted it. Yep. That um, average shows would win. Exactly, because the odds of average Joe winning was, was actually really high. It was, it was fifty to one. Yeah. what they were saying. Well, no, fifty to one. That's not good. Average Joe's, they were saying average Joe's had a less lesser shot. That's why he got more money. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's why he bet it for them to win. Right. Because for them to win was 50 to 1 odds. Right. And so. and But I like um, yeah. Owen. Was yeah, it? Owen. He's like, oh, man, 50 to 1. We got $50,000. Like, that's, no. your math is, that's, that's yeah. not how that works. And then, like, Kate pointed out, he's like, <laughs> no. She's like, that's $5 million. <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny, because at that point, like, they come out with, like, a treasure chest. Yes. And sure enough, there's, you know, $5 million in there. Which, I don't know, if you were really to win that much money at a casino, would they really just wheel a chest of money out to God. you and then just walk away? I don't know. $5 million? With all the, yeah, with all those people out there, you'd have a riot on your hands. Oh, for sure. Sure. Yeah, no beat way. Beat you up and take the money and divide it among themselves. Right. Okay, so yeah, he sold the gym and everything, but with that five million, because Global Gym is a um, public. Oh, yeah, because like he was telling, Kate Peter was telling it. White. Yeah. Well, now I can I can buy you out, right. basically. And he's like, he's oh, like, well, I, I, that's that's impossible. You I'm know, not gonna, I, I would never sell. Yeah, yeah, I'll never sell. And he's like, well, you know what? You told me to make investments. I'll just buy the the controlling stock in your company. Then you'll I'll be your boss. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'll never I'll never allow that to happen. Right. And Kate says, but it's a that it's publicly not, traded company. Exactly, it's so not up to him. Can. Anybody can buy stock in it right. if they wanted, no matter how much or how little. Exactly, and so and that's what he says. He's like, "Yep." He's like, "That's what I'm going to do." He's yep. like, "Now I'm your boss." Exactly. And he's like, "Oh, and by the way, you're fired." <laughs> yeah. And so you know, at that point, you see everybody's all excited and they're all yeah. you know leaving and everything. And the white's like storming off, and he pushes this one kid down and steals his donut yeah, or something, and just like something. shoving his face. Right, and then uh, it it pretty oh real quick before that happens, we uh, see Steve the pirate, <laughs> and he's all clean cut. He's cut a haircut. He's taken off his pirate garb. I love it. He's just wearing a polo shirt. Yeah. And Owen's like, oh, yeah, that's Steve the Pirate. And yeah, everybody looks at Owen like, are you stupid? Really? really? <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's what makes you go, oh, that's Steve the Pirate? Yeah, he never saw him in, like, <laughs> that sort of dress ever, and all of a sudden. Yeah. But, yeah, so so Steve the Pirate shows up, and he's you know, telling Peter, hey, I thought about what you said, and I'm, I'm not going to do the pirate thing anymore. Yeah. And Peter's like, well, I don't know, Steve. I don't know who I'm going to share all this treasure with now. And he opens up yeah. his treasure chest yep. full of money. And he's like, "Arr." <laughs> yeah, Steve reverts back to being a yeah. pirate. And so, it, but it ends actually with a uh, a commercial that they did for Average Joe's. And of course, now Average Joe's 
is you know really nice all new equipment all you know people are everywhere but nobody is like being pressured everyone's just working at their own pace and everyone's happy Mm -hmm. and so you kind of see the whole average show family and i love it because like you pointed out dude freaking justin got his high school girlfriend knocked up right so it's like okay So you just kind of decided that you're going to have a baby now while you're still in high school. Yeah, good job. Whatever. Nobody, you know, needs to just kind of... Right. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, she got knocked up, like, quick. Yeah, Like, he's wearing a Letterman jacket and everything, (laughs) so they're both still in high school. So I'm assuming, though, that he probably made, actually made the cheerleading team. Yeah. It would be my guess. Yeah, most likely. But, yeah, so it, it just ended, you know, with them doing, yeah, this commercial... And, you know, basically saying the complete opposite of what Global Life, exactly. you know, the Global Life commercial had to say. Exactly. And then we see poor White, who is yeah. now sitting on his couch and he's fat as hell. Yep. Eating everything. There's food everywhere. And he's, you know, uh, he ends up shutting off the TV and he, he goes, you know, freaking Chuck Norris. Freaking Chuck Norris. Yeah. yeah. And that's how it ends. <laughs> yep. So the end, the end. Um, so I do have some trivia if you're interested. Yes. I won't read a ton of them because there's like 73 of them from IMDb. That's too many. Yeah. (laughs) So Justin Long's eyebrow was actually cut open by the first wrench thrown at him. All the wrenches thrown were made of rubber, but the first was harder than all the of the others. Nice. Yeah. So, according to many cast members, the hardest part of filming the dodgeball scenes was not flinching when they knew they were about to be hit by a ball. (laughs) I can see that. Uh, Let's see. Ben Stiller broke three cameras in succession filming one scene and even hit his wife, Christine Taylor, in the face once. Nice. Whoops. Yep. Adult dodgeball leagues began to spring up across the country around the time of the movie's release. Cast member Gary Cole was even invited to a tournament in Chicago, Illinois. Huh. I mean, I could see that. Let's see. Gary Cole and Jason Bateman had to keep redoing their voice recordings for the dodgeball matches because everyone kept changing stuff in the screenplay during the shoots. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's annoying. I know. Oh, I think you'll appreciate this. So, according to the director's commentary on the DVD, uh... He wrote the roles of Peter LaFleur, White Goodman, and Justin with Vince Vaughn, Ben Stiller, and Justin Long, uh, respectively, in mind. Right. So, Justin Long, he was chosen because of his role in Galaxy Quest. Oh, gosh. I forgot he was in Galaxy <laughs> yeah. Quest. Yeah. Yeah, he was the nerdy kid. Yeah, that that's knew right. knew everything. Yeah, knew all the trivia and all the stuff about the TV show. Yeah. Let's see, the entire cast practiced playing dodgeball about a month before filming began. You were right about Patton Oswalt. Oh, it just sounded like Yeah, it said Patton Oswalt did the Foley work voice for the scene where Ben Stiller is having his private time with sour cream on top. (laughs) And he also voiced the video store clerk calling about the three overdue videos at the movie's beginning. Oh, I wondered that too, but I forgot to mention that. So, I thought this was kind of cool. So, you know the actress uh, Helen Mirren? Yes. Okay, apparently this is one of her favorite movies, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yeah. I think that's kind of cool. Norm MacDonald can be seen in some of the Globo Gym scenes. Oh, one I is know in, that. I know. One is in the Globo Gym commercial where he is in the background working out. 
At one point, he is talking to some girl who is working out, and this looks like he is hitting on her. Huh. But yeah, there's just a ton of uh, ton of facts. You know, if you guys want to check them out, they're on IMDb. Oh so. yeah, yeah. There's always good stuff there. Yeah. Um. So let's see. What uh? What do you want to rate this? You want to use wrenches? <laughs> Flying wrenches. Flying wrenches. Um, it's a pretty good comedy. I, I'd give it at least a three and a half. What? Yeah. I'm going to give it five. What? I really like it. I know. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> so, all right. So three and a half and five wrenches. Yes. Flying wrenches. <laughs> Better duck. So. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. That's right. Um, so let's see. We ended up getting this off of Amazon Prime, but you can find this movie like anywhere. Oh, yeah. Um. It's pretty easy to find. So um, we're now into May, which technically we would have, we should have started a uh, new subject this month, but Whoops. we've been behind. Yeah. So for the rest of May, we're going to do courtroom movies. We're yep. going to mix in some, you know, comedy and drama type court movies. Yep. Um, so we're going to actually start off with my cousin Vinny. Oh, good. Yeah. I was hoping we would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's two utes. Utes, yes. <laughs> So, well, thanks for listening, guys. Oh, yeah, thanks. All right, bye. Bye.